This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. First of all, Jürgen, obviously football is making an important stand this weekend with the boycott of social media. Can you give us an idea of the impact online hate and abuse has on the football club? Maybe the time you or your staff have to devote to the fallout of this kind of abuse and also the impact that you see it having on the individuals targeted. So I think I said it before, I'm not the most experienced person um, with social media things. Um, um, but of course, we had cases where um, players um, faced some um, weird things on social media. And yes, I had some talks as well with the boys then. Um, didn't happen too often, actually, because uh, we are pretty, we have a pretty good setup for that. We have smarter people than me, better uh, people who know better about the, the issues um, could show up and all these kind of things. So um, it's just um, that the, the, the world of a football player is anyway a, a pretty public world and it, you can ask players from the past what kind of life they had around football games and how much joy they had around that. That has all disappeared. That cannot happen anymore for a lot of reasons. And um, one of them are, is social media. But anyway, it gets used, it's used by a lot of people on this planet. And so it's an important, it's a very important uh, thing to do. And I support, obviously, um, the boycott, the club support the boycott. And um, I'm, I'm happy that we all together set a sign uh, because things in this department for sure need to change. And um, we, we cannot influence all of it, but um, as much power as we have as a, as a unit or as a society, we should try to, 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 to use in this moment. And I, hope, I really hope it has an impact. With regard to the, the football this weekend, how necessary do you feel it is to your chances of finishing in the top four to finally win at Old Trafford as a Liverpool manager? <laughs> more than 100%. So, um, and even if then nothing, um, if the others all win, then nothing changes uh, really for us. But um, yeah, without winning football games, we will not end up in any kind of European competition. And um, so it's clear for us, everything is clear. We have to win. What do you expect then from a game as well? Because not only is it the biggest rivalry in English football, it's a game that could see Manchester City confirmed as title winners. At the very least, of course, United obviously are out to keep their own famed title hopes alive as well, whether City beat Palace or not. No, oh, of course, a very tough game, very intense game, hopefully for both teams. So we could see, obviously, we could see um, last night uh, Man United playing and um, it's, yeah, they are good. <laughs> Especially when you let them do, uh, um, um, or it was after halftime talk, <laughs> um, it looks like they were really flying. So um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough one. But whatever it means for other clubs, I have no idea. I didn't know until talking out. Actually, thought City is already champion. Not mathematically, I know, but um, yeah. Of course, um, strange things can happen in football, and I'm pretty sure United believe still in their chance, and that's good. Um, and so it will be a game where two teams try to win it. This is a good start for a football game, I would say. Um, and actually both teams um, have to win it, which is a good recipe for a good game as well. So um, let's see what we can make of that. 
So if I have a go to Damien from TLP, who uh, is on mute now, and then James from the BBC, and then Carl from the Press Association. Damien. Hello, Jürgen. Um, obviously, they're, they're going to be very up for the game because they've come off the back of a big victory in Europe, but, but they've only had three or four days to prepare. You, you've been in that situation before. What kind of insight can you, can you offer into that situation? Oh, it's completely different, of course. It's uh, different to, to our situation now. Um, when you play on Thursday and, and Sunday again, yes, United is used, is got used to that during the season, but it doesn't make it better. It's, it's a really tough challenge, definitely, for them. Um, they, today, they obviously recover. Tomorrow, they have second-day recovery. And um, on the next day, they play again. So there's not a lot you can really do in training to, to, to change things or whatever. But I don't think um, United anyway wanted to change a lot. I think, um, like... 75% of the team is the same team playing most of the games. Last line, midfield pretty much, Fred McDominay, maybe Matic comes in. Um, and then the four up front, uh, Fernandes is playing pretty much all games. And uh, the other three, the, he, he can change from time to time. So is it Rashford up front or Greenwood up front? Is it James on the wing or Greenwood on the wing? Is Rashford on the wing or Pogba on the wing? Obviously, Pogba played obviously again a really good game last night. So um, who we will face, it's pretty clear that they cannot um, make massive changes and probably will not make if they had no injuries last night. I think that's clear, but um, it's tough. But how I said, we, we had in the last years as well, always late in the season, these kind of fixtures, playing Wednesday, Champions League, and on Saturday, the, the Premier League. We had to win all the games and we tried to do that. Some Most of the time it worked out for us. So it's just a fight to fight yourself, but they know that themselves as well. And we have to fight as well because... Um, Especially if we play Tuesday and Saturday, that's absolutely no problem. So or Thursday, uh, and we would play Monday, that's absolutely no problem. Thursday, Sunday is a challenge. But how I said, they had a lot of good results after being on international duty in during the week. So um, yeah, they will be fine. I'm afraid. Can I just ask you any updates on the injuries, either the long term or any new ones to to, to report? Nope. All the same in this moment. <laughs> okay, no, thank you. Damien. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, James Mountford, BBC, and then Carl Markham. Hello, Jurgen. Hope you're well. Um, just off the back of Damien's question there, uh, we saw a video of Virgil van Dyke um, doing some running yesterday. Um, you, you know where I'm going with this. Is, is, is that? Prognosis still still the same that you said previously. I you don't expect him to play this season, but it's not impossible. <laughs> I don't have I not I don't have enough English words to de describe the same thing um, more often or that often. Um, yes, he's running like all the others. Hendo is running. Joe is running. Joel is running. That's all good. Imagine they've wouldn't be able in the moment to run. That would be really bad. So they are do running. In, in, in rehab, it always starts with straight line running. Not sure if you saw words running a lot of curves or just straight. Um, so there are a lot of things to come. You have to, you go through a lot of um, steps until you are finally ready to join team training. So, and especially with long-term injuries, there are a lot of steps to go and they are all quite away from that um, means nobody told me 
fasten your seatbelt, make yourself ready. The boys will be in team training next week. So, um, no, I, nothing changed really. Okay. But they're in a good way. They're in a good way. Hmm. Being in the Champions League next season or not being in the Champions League, what difference do you think that will make in terms of what your squad next season will look like? I don't know. What do you mean now exactly with that? So, so does that affect any potential transfer business, for example, or any contractual situations? Don't think so, really. So... Playing Champions League obviously um, is massive, from especially a financial point of view for the club. So it's really important. Um, if we cannot make that, that's a, that's not good. Definitely not. Um, but um, no, I don't think it will change anything because the situation was difficult before, but is difficult after. So we, the football is in a difficult situation, and um, so no. Don't think it will change a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if we can have the hands up from the guys for the first breakout of the daily section now, and we'll go to Carl Markham to finish the open part of the uh, press conference. Hi, Egan. Hi. After last weekend's result against Newcastle, we, we sort of spoke about confidence among the players, confidence from to goal and stuff. I'm just wondering, with that in mind, is Old Trafford the, the best place to go when when maybe the confidence is is lacking a little bit? <laughs> we would see it for sure it's a game and in whichever situation you are um, when you are uh, a Liverpool player or Liverpool manager this is the game so uh, where you have to give you absolutely everything anyway so um, is it the best place to go after conceding a late goal against Newcastle I don't know is the best place to go after watching them scoring five goals in one half time last night um, I don't know it's not important really um, because between now and then a lot of things can happen. Um, we just have to make sure that we that we are ready for it. And um, I, it's, it doesn't happen really often that you hit that you um, face an opponent in exactly the right moment. So like with having five red cards in the last game and little um, nickels um, that they cannot that they all cannot play. They looked pretty good last night, to be honest, and um, we have to make sure that we are ready for that. But I have no worries that we will not, to be honest. We had a, we had a good training week. We, we, we trained intense. We tried to simulate intensity of our normal rhythm. Um, and that means that we, uh, we, have, we will have the right legs to go in. And then we have to see what we make of it. Is, is, is confidence the most elusive thing for a manager to, to sort of try and work on? Because it's it's something that's so so sort of personal to each individual. Yeah, of course, but it's now not not that difficult. But it, it, look, it's like you work on it, and then you, unfortunately you have directly another game, and then you can lose it again because you don't score in this and that situation, stuff like this. In the last three games, we had thirty six chances, I think, and scored twice. So that's obviously not a number you want to have. Um, but the only thing, what I there are two things you can read out of that. So yeah, we don't score often enough, but we create as well. Um, quite a decent number and um, that's what we have to keep doing so and then we helped we, we tried to help the boys we showed the situation not with um, like this and shouting at them going for them like, how can you not score in this situation it's um, just giving them different options in the moments just helping them with with the right information helping them with the so after the game, obviously, I was not in a, in a good mood I've, nobody should have been but um, I was not as well so um, a day later it was slightly better not much 
two days later, I was completely fine. And I, I watched them. I watched five, six games of us in, in, in two days of us in two days and just try to, again, to understand the things um, even better, even if I watched them before. And um, it's just about be, a lot of things work really out for us still on a football pitch, but it's all covered by the not often enough finishing and by conceding late then if you want. But you can concede a late goal, obviously, that's, uh, that happens in football. But um, when it costs you pretty much everything you worked for before, then it's really harsh. And then we had that now twice in a row, um, which is not cool. That happened. So, and what we now try to be is, is again, I am very positive about um, our chances in the next game. And that's all I need. And uh, the boys look like they are um, positive as well. That's important in football. And we have to go again. And in, in times when you didn't score um, enough goals in, the la in, 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 in recent times or recent games, it's always like this. You have to overcome it. That's how it is. It, does, it doesn't happen to you. It's not that a ball rolls in front of your foot and then you only have to push it over the line. That's not like this. It will not happen. You just have to bring yourself always again in these decisive situations. When you are there, then you try to use the right um, try to make the right decision and um, that's what we are working on with a lot of things in training and with talks obviously as well with some video sessions and it was a busy week but no problem i have nothing else to do so um we try to use the time you've been listening to the blood red podcast from the liverpool echo